Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Hi, this is Osiris. We are the Elizabeths. And this is Victoria. And welcome to our Avatar The Last Airbender podcast. Art, in its newest form, animation, is shown with Avatar The Last Airbender, which has been a fan favorite for years. For this podcast, we'll be dwelling into the varying degree of intensity and contrast between Zuko and Azula's abuse at the hand of their father, Fire Lord Ozai. A little about the show is that this series is centered around the journey of 12-year-old Aang, the current avatar and the last survivor of his nation, the Air Nomads, along with his friends Katara and Sokka, who are both from the Water Tribe, Toph, who is from the Earth Kingdom, and later Zuko, whom the beginning is the heir to the Fire Nation, and they strive to end their war against the other nations of the world. The ideal viewers for the show are kids, which is nice. However, it talks about surreal world problems. It shrouds the horrors of the show with a cloud of sarcasm and wit that will lead them to rewatch the show at a later age in the name of nostalgia and uncover the hidden aspects that might cause them to rethink their opinions on certain things. A few questions for our guest. What are your general thoughts about Avatar The Last Airbender? I first watched Avatar when I was about 12 years old, and back then I didn't really think much of it. Um, I thought it was really cool how they could bend the elements, and I always wanted to be an airbender. Rewatching it as an adult was different because you notice things you're oblivious to as a child. Um, like when we knew about the war, but it didn't click as much back then as it does now. Also learning about the mass genocide of the airbenders and how Aang felt responsible because he wasn't there to help. Unlike other American cartoon shows, the audience gets to see character development that reveals a psychoanalytic process of unconscious conflict, repetition, and emotional resolution through relationships. Avatar The Last Airbender creates an intense dislike towards Zuko, the initial antagonist, but as the show progresses we see his story of abuse at the hands of his father and begin to sympathize with him. However, the same memories that redeem Zuko also seem to light a fire of intense hatred towards his sister Azula. We see this in the way Iroh takes Zuko under his wings and nurtures him to try to overcome Zuko's trauma. Another example is when their own mother disliked the person Azula was becoming but coddled Zuko. Thoughts on the differences between Zuko and Azula's abuse at the hands of Ozai? I.e. Azula being quote-unquote nurtured by him while Zuko was tortured. In many ways, Zuko had it worse. His father never loved him, his mother left to protect him, and even though his uncle Iroh was always there for him and loved him like a son, he never really felt worthy of that love, because to him, if his own dad didn't love him, no one could love him, and he could never be worthy until he regained his honor by catching the Avatar. In contrast, we see something different in Season 2, Episode 7, Zuko Alone, when Azula burns one of her dolls, and her mother's response is, What is wrong with that girl? We, qu- <laughs> we question why a mother would say that about her child. The mindset the mom has on Azula is very different to Zuko because I feel like we see more of the mom trying to change slash lead Zuko to a good path and sense that the mother has given up on Azula. How do you think this affects them? This affected Zuko because he was always looking for ways to win back his honor because he felt like it had been taken from him and that he had to prove to his father that he was worthy of his love by doing something no one else was able to do, which was to find the Avatar. Azula, however, always felt what little love Ozai could share towards her, but she never felt her mother's love, and this also affected her 
because on the day of her coronation, she had a mental breakdown where she saw her mother and she knew that she would be so disappointed in her. Abuse and its effect, the abuse suffered at the hands of Ozai and the aftermath, i.e. Iroh nurturing Zuko versus Azula remaining in Ozai's toxic care. Also how the mother saw Azula as an evil being and scored her instead of attempting to help while she loved Zuko and showed it compared to her dislike of Azula. Did Zuko or Azula have it worse? While Zuko was always looked down on by his father, Azula was always praised for being just like her dad. Their mother could tell from a young age that Azula was different, to say the least. Ozai never really liked his son, and it's pretty obvious when he fights his son in an Agni Kai and ends up literally scarring him for life. Zuko's face was forever changed because he spoke out of turn and his father was the one. This shows the different sides and paths that a person can take and how influences and abuse as a child can severely impact one's present and future. Karis says that psychological maltreatment of children occurs when a person conveys to a child that he or she is worthless, flawed, unloved, unwanted, endangered, or only of value in meeting another's needs. So guys, how do y'all feel about this particular episode that gives us an insight of Azula and Zuko's childhood? It was crazy! <laughs> At the beginning, I thought of this in a humorous way, but then now I see that this is mistreatment and it's sad. It's understandable that she eventually had a mental breakdown at the end of the show. Let's dig into another episode that further glimpses into their difficult childhood. Also in season 2 episode 7, there's a scene where Zuko and his mother are near the pond. Zuko throws a rock at the turtle ducks in the pond, causing the mom to be upset and correct his actions. The mother says something along the lines of, you shouldn't do that and it's not nice to throw something at someone. We see the mom correcting the son's actions and wanting the son to live by goodness. There is another real life problem shown in this TV show and that is with Zuko's psychoanalysis. What are your views of this situation from a parent's perspective? As a parent to two girls, I could never imagine leaving my kids with my abusive ex-husband. Even though she left to protect Zuko, she knew that Ozai's intentions were to kill him, and many people think that she should have taken Zuko with her, but she also left Azula to always know that her mother didn't love her like she loved her brother. As the viewers come to know Prince Zuko, they learn about the internal unconscious conflicts that bedevil him. They watch him fight the same inner battles over and over in a colossal repetition compulsion. Zuko's uncle Iroh demonstrates a psychoanalytic posture with Zuko, refraining from passing judgment while Zuko rejects his uncle's guidance and projects his conflicts onto uncle Iroh. It's frustrating to see Zuko continuously deny his uncle's guidance, but this shows a realistic version in my opinion, because a kid at that age would rather listen to his father, who has the power of one nation, than the weak uncle that had got his throne taken away. Let's be honest, we know how frustrating it can be if someone is trying to tell you what to do, right? Yes, we are rooting for Zuko's to change and await his transformation. In life, we see people change and become their better selves, but it takes time. I really like the relationship between Zuko and his uncle. It's quite nice. Yes, I do too. I can't wait to see more of their relationship in the show. I was shocked to see that Avatar The Last Airbender mentioned Zuko and Azula's traumatic childhood. It's uncommon for abuse to be talked about in a child's animation. Yes, I agree. I think bright colors and happy situations is what gets the attention of a young audience. It was intriguing to see an article mentioning that not only 
Avatar The Last Airbender, but two other kids shows have similar aspects of including real world situations and child animation. The other two shows were The Loud House and Hey Arnold. In the beginning, Iroh worked under Fire Lord Ozai when he came back from the war. Fire Lord Ozai had a duel with his son Zuko and ended up scarring his face, calling him useless and banishing him. Zuko was scarred by his father's treatment and eventually banished with Uncle Iroh following him. Wow! Can you believe that a father would do that to his child? Talk about a traumatic childhood with a toxic parent. Yup, I'm glad that Zuko had his uncle Iroh. Agreed, he was the only one there for Zuko. Through the relationship between nephew and uncle, Prince Zuko gradually comes to internalize his uncle's guidance and face his inner demons, demonstrating an analytic process of transference, resistance, and working through his conflicts. Topics like this will not be intentionally used in a kids' animated series, which show how the art can express whatever topics to whoever. Although his father and his grandfather before him have attempted to capture the Avatar and failed, so the project is inevitable, set up for failure. Prince Zuko is determined to capture Aang and thereby regain his honor. His quest, like any repetition compulsion, feels involuntary, as though he has no control over his behavior. As he insists to his uncle Iroh, I have no choice, uncle, in season 1, episode 8. And as is also the nature of the repetition compulsion, Zuko's efforts constantly arouse the original feelings inherent in the conflict, said Panetta. Thank you for joining us in this informative discussion on the realities of life discussed in a children's cartoon. Although not discussed in our podcast, there are other worldwide problems that occur in the show, including sexism, mass genocide, and the mistreatment of children with disabilities. It is important for kids to become aware of serious and dangerous issues slash situations to better prepare themselves for the tough world they will find as they grow. And the cartoon they love is the perfect way to do it. It is silly shows like Avatar that can influence children for the better and open their eyes, while simultaneously allowing older people to find the same entertainment and information on the toxicity of the world we live in. Once again, this was Osiris, the, the Elizabeths, Elizabeths, and Victoria!